Welcome back to another episode of Bosch Gamer. Today's sexy topics include the pathetic attempt at Games University, Cyberfunk 2077 Fortnite Movie Night, why Adam doesn't play World of Warcraft, new Pokemon MOBA, and finally, Last of Us 2. Here are your sexy hosts, Vass and Adam. Have a beautiful show. Hey. Yeah! There we go. There is an intro for you. That is how we roll. And you understand that this is going to be now every week like that. Yep. I'm very happy Thank to have so that. Thank you so much to the beautiful Vitalina Korochenko, by the way. Was already. <laughs> What's your last name, you. Vass? Oh, it's also Korochenko. What a coincidence. So, what a coincidence. But this was amazing. This is beautiful. And uh, that got me really, really hyped just setting this up. <laughs> <laughs> we spent about three hours doing that. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but again, this is, this is basically what we want to do. We as Bosch Gamer, you know, we have so much love for everybody. And uh, Vitalina as well, you know, she games with me every now and then. Um, she's sort of the... The couch gamer we try couch games on, <laughs> want to say this way. And she, you know, got us already starting talking about the very first thing, okay? Um, I don't know if it was 100% clear as being the pathetic attempt at university, at games technology, especially by myself and Adam. That's a topic we sort of wanted to bring to you guys because obviously me and Adam have both studied games tech. That's how we sort of, you know, met and, you know, fell in love and everything. And beautiful bromance. Beautiful bromance. And from that moment, sort of, we wanted to think about, well, we studied, right? So many other people studied with us. But what actually happened with it? Let's have a, a little bit of a chat, Adam. For you, what do you feel like that, you know, do you feel like you're any close to being a games developer after university? No. Um, and honestly, it was because halfway through, I'd already changed my mind. I, for me, like when I was in sixth form and I was studying um, computer technology, you know, coding in Python, I was like, ah, this is pretty cool. Mind you, back in sixth form, the, the ratio of girls to guys was about 50-50. So it's a, it's a fun environment to be in. We all learn off each other. And uh, I was like, yeah, I can see myself doing this uh, long term. So fast forward a couple of years, I'm, I apply for university, we go into Kingston, first year, loads of fun, everyone knows university, first year is, it's basically a write-off, isn't it? You're just there to party, get drunk and see what happens. So you are, like, You've just described the first four years. Yeah, <laughs> most people, most people it's just time. one year. Um, but yeah, like first year was great. I, I was really enjoying it. And then second year, obviously, the, the pressure starts ramping up. Um, anyone who goes to university know it's kind of like a, a 20% in your second year goes towards your final grade. And then third year is 80%. So the second year is like is where you've got to start actually paying attention and learning how to start making games. And it was kind of in that transition period, I was like I was sitting inside for way longer than I wanted to, just working yeah. on a code. I'm trying to get these crappy little Xbox games working. Yeah. And I was working on dodgy platforms. I, can't, I think it's like Microsoft XDNA or so. I can't even remember. But yeah, it was literally like spent in way too long inside. I was like, I want to go outside. I want to do stuff. I want to, you know, university is meant to be social. And yeah. it was basically from that halfway point, I was, I was just on a downward trajectory, you know, get through year two, get reasonable, mar reasonable marks. And then into year mm -hmm. three, where it was like, yeah, you, you have to obviously put in enough effort. 
but then especially if you haven't put in like enough effort for the first two years now to get back into it is really difficult yeah so your mindset's not in it Uh, and then I was just like I just don't want to be doing this as a full-time career yeah um so minimum effort maximum fun in my third year I think you've got a, a similar experience there but yeah, yeah. I, I basically just came out of it and I was like, it's all well, not came out of it. Halfway through, I realized this is not the direction I wanted to be taking. Um, what but, did you get out of it apart from that? Uh, probably two good years of fun. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of debt. Um, but for me, uh, maybe some good networking. Uh, that's probably the only positive that I could say out of university is I made good friends and from those good friends has opened up a few career doors for me yeah. into the you know sort of industries that I thought might be a bit more enjoyable. Like, for example, the first company that I went to work for straight out of university was through a friend. Good friend yeah. went to a wedding last year. Her brother owns this, this company, does marketing. Um, so I basically just started working for Activision straight off the bat. I'd got a yeah. games background. I was living in the region that they needed to cover. It, I basically walked into the job and that was perfect, you know? So yeah, I get the, the, the networking side of things was has paid off 10 times more than the, the, the bit of paper that we paid all that money for. So mad, well, isn't especially it? Especially if the paper isn't really worth anything, right? I've never even seen any way. No, it's worth minus 30,000 pounds. <laughs> but the thing is my, my problem my problem with university is I just don't think you get enough for the money which you put in like if you take it as a four year vacation like I have like I've made a conscious effort to not go to university I did the absolute minimum amount of what I had to do to stay in it so that's why I felt like it was worth it right so it was worth the time which you put in because I used it as a like a four year vacation type of thing um, but if we, if we let's be specific about like games right? We both study games technology. And if I think about just generally the experience of like that course, I don't even think it was specifically designed for games. Like we had so many different modules, which I felt like were complete time wasters, yeah. right? Just, just fill in the gap type of thing. Do you remember we had, I remember, I think it was called MediaTek. And one of our courseworks had to do, like you had to write down a 3000 word essay about the history of screens and we're like well what does it have to do with anything i remember i put the um i remember i took like a ready essay in german right which is exactly on that topic and then i just google translated it <laughs> and i had like three thousand five hundred words on it and then i submitted that in and i got a c minus on it where the guy was like i can see german is not your first language but well effort uh, english is not your first language well, good effort i'm like well that's not easy and and i just think it's a bit sad because i think if we would have gone quite honestly, a little bit more into the actual practice of games design, right? Because you, like they, they wanted to show you like different career paths, right? You could mm-hmm. be like the, like, the, um, like the tech guy, you could be the development guy, you could be the art guy. But I think we didn't really do too much of it. I think we should have just done like games design, proper like thinking of it on how it works, level design and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. Then like maybe the art part of it, then the real programming part to it, right? Maybe then publishing, marketing. There's so many things you could have done which would have been like even at least interesting. Like something which I would have at least come to go. Like I had yeah. like in my last year, like in my last year I had 11% attendance. And the only reason I had 11 is because with 10, you would have failed. Like under 10, you would have failed. <laughs> so 
that's just that's just the way the way I see it. It's it's a general topic, but um, I agree. I don't think the the structure of the whole degree was particularly yeah. useful for us. They covered yeah. a broad spectrum, which can be good. Back then, we're immature, aren't we? Let's face yeah. it. Both of us were just like, let's get drunk and go play football. That's yeah. the mindset <laughs> of a university student. Yeah. So but at least the like they could have done something to keep you interested in it. Do you see what I mean? Like there wasn't even anything I would be interested in it. Like if there would have been like a lecture on like MMO RPGs and what makes them successful, I probably would have come. Honestly, even hung over. I would have yeah. at least come. Like, or That'd just, been a oh, great slideshow. <laughs> right? At least why, also for example, what is the difference between like, a, like all the first person shooters which have come throughout the years and Half-Life 2? Why was Half-Life 2 the one which like burned out of it? Do you see what I mean? Like, yeah. so I think that there's a lot of ways of doing it. So for like anybody who's listening right now, maybe they're, you know, I don't know how old you are, not all of you, we don't have like the ability to have demographical age <laughs> um, factions right now. So like if you have people who are going into university, maybe to do something within games, maybe to have a games job, my number one uh, tip would be for everyone to just skip the university part and go work for free in a games company. 100%. Right? You get an apprenticeship straight up. For you free. The basics like for anybody, me. you can bring you can bring anybody coffee right and like figure it out on the way then on top of it like i would do some time some work at home like it costs you absolutely nothing absolutely nothing to do a quick youtube tutorial on uh, blender 3d for example or maya right mm -hmm. um where you have to actually um, the actual design part of it if you want to do some programming same thing youtube the programming part of it see if that's for you um, there's some even, really good or even grab the unreal engine which is on the epic store you can just download it and play uh, or Unity. Unity is free. Like Unity is free, and a, like a Unity course on Udemy costs ten euros. It's ten euros. I know it because I have it. Right? <laughs> I never. It was. It's twelve euros. Like you follow a Udemy course for like, which is like twenty six hours long, and like they will give you actual practical advice. So that's something for me. I think it's never too late to get into games. I think um, what you need to decide off for kind of. Um, what do you actually, what is your strengths? What do you really want to do? Do you want to design? Do you want to program? Do you want to organize? Do you want to be part of the infrastructure? Do you want to market? Do you want to public? So that's, so for example, me it would be more like game sales. Like I would be very much into like getting contracts, for example, with like the big companies and like selling and organizing and like, you see, like within, within, the, within the business part of it on how to make a success within the marketing part, that's something I would have wanted to do really. And obviously on the games design part, but not the technical. I, I don't have the ability to sit in front of the computer and program. But that's sort of our part of um, about university. It was very much fun for me and Adam, but we suggest at that stage, you know, if you really want to get into games, A, the apprenticeship, B, YouTube, whatever you want to do, and then C, just get down with it. 100%. That's how we roll. Absolutely. Um, it was a, for me, I was halfway through and I realized it wasn't the career path but you're already invested so far. So it made sense just to come out of it with a two one. Especially and, uh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta yeah. give the tick. I, I give the tick to my, my parents. I just, they don't want it. I did it. There you go. Yeah. It kind of feels like the natural progression of life, but do what yeah. you feel necessary. Even if it's delaying yeah. university by a year or two, I completely wish I did. Um, I would have had a much better understanding on the world rather than yeah. just growing up thinking it's, nursery primary school secondary school <laughs> college yeah. or sixth form university uh, it doesn't have to be like that and uh, yeah delaying a year i probably would have figured that out well that's where we stand and it's just sort of our our part on you know how to how to get into it we're probably going to make something a little bit more like complex and a little bit more specific on how to actually get into games like generally as a career um, I think that we can do something very interesting. Let us know in the let us know um, on our Bosch Gamer 
uh, on our Boschkema group. Mm-hmm. Let us know in the DMs uh, on TikTok as well, wherever you can find us. Let us know if that's something you're interested in and we'll get onto that. I'll make something specific on how to get into that. It would be quite good. Good. Yeah, let us know on. if you're interested. Yeah, moving on. Uh, now, this week we saw the sort of flaky marketing. Now, if, if you followed along like I have, you'll realize that Cyberpunk 2077, um, first the Summer Games Fest guys were like, their website was to be announced when it's going to be launched. And then yeah. on my Instagram, I was like, it's, we're going to be doing something tonight. Tune in. And Twitch yeah. then started promoting it. And then they updated their website. So if you've been following along as closely as I have, you've been like, this is a fucking shit show. But this week we saw it. We saw a 30-minute-ish trailer and dev yeah. talk around 2077 and everything included in talk, there. Talk us through it. What did you see? Oh. Well, straight off, we saw like the intro scenes um, about the, the, the world. We saw a few you know, screen flashes of the rendering process almost, yeah. of it just like being gray and then uh, coming in with color, then RTX, and just how good the game looks in general. Yeah. Then we saw a bit about the gameplay, so how that operates. But the main feature that everyone, or they wanted to show at least, was this new thing called Brain Dance. Now, okay. the, the easiest way for me to explain it is plugging yourself into the Matrix. Quite simply, it's a little memory module that they basically, I think they upload it into your mind, and then you can replay any event that's happened once someone's been recording it. So they've got like a little drive. Someone can go do something. It records onto that. You can play, play that back anytime. And it's meant to be for, you know, extreme sports or race car drivers to, to experience what they go through. Um, yeah. Or sometimes in, in the case that they showed um, a murder investigation. And just the ability to go into that scenario and investigate, do heat tracking, noise picking up, uh, analysis, all built within there. That's what Brain Dance was. That's what they wanted to show off. And I think it's going to be a fantastic piece of kit when they go through. Um, I think there's a f- couple of films actually about it, or very similar at least, like Replay um, might be one. If you haven't seen that film, go and take check it out. It's pretty good. But yeah, overall, the whole game looked fucking good. And th- yeah, That's sort of, I don't know what to like say I'm, more than that. Like I'm, I'm at a stage where... Um... I don't think there's anything Cyberpunk can show me that will sort of change my mind on why I am with it. I think it's a futuristic, better version and improved version on those X, right? With more action in there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's sort of where I see it stand right now. I also don't see the longevity part of it as it did in Witcher, which makes me like it, it's for me just another shooter with good options. And I think it would be sort of the first first game which have good benchmarks in terms of decision making right on how the way you play it as what how it will really affect like a lot of companies come out and a lot of games come out it's like oh you have all these decisions come up but then there's like two endings right so is there like how much effect do you really have on on what it is or are we talking in decisions of is it just the gameplay now you can be sneaky you can be in in the face quite honest so again i am i am where i am with it I'm a little worried about the company itself with it because, again, if we are looking at from a from an investment point of view, um, a lot of a lot of people have written me and asked me why not to why not invest into CD Projekt as a, as a company right now with Cyberpunk 2020 coming out. Um, the main reason for it for me at least is because 
I don't see anything else coming out over the next four years. And I don't see Cyberpunk 2020 or 2077 be relevant or at least culturally relevant for the next 40 for the next four years unless they make another like a netflix series on it the same way they did with witcher they are right guess what Vass? Oh. in the final five minutes what they are. <laughs> in the final five minutes happening? yep they've confirmed it that was part of the thing so uh, oh, they're going to call it cyberpunk edge runners anime and it's going to be launching oh, on an netflix anime. in 2022 2022 so I don't know. I still don't see it. I still think it's overvalued. Um, at 90 euros right now, it's peaking um, where it is. I, I, still don't, I still don't see it being relevant for the next four years. Like maybe... maybe if you said then if it dropped down into the 80s? Yeah. Um, like, so 70s, quite honestly, quite honestly for me, still, I'm, I'm a little upset that it's an anime. Okay. I didn't actually know that it was coming out like that. But the fact that it's an anime is not for everybody. Again. It's true. It's not for everybody. So the way I see it is, I would see it at the 50s. Quite honestly, I would take it to me. Anything under 70. Anything under 70, I would take. Straight off the bat. Without even thinking about it. I will take anything under 70. If you're going to take a punt on it, then probably... But right now, it's just too expensive at 90 euros. It's not... I don't think it's going to blow out everything. I don't so think it's now be that they've announced the, the marketing hype, it's at the peak. Yeah. Once the game sell, yeah. sells, it'll stay there. Give it a year, it's gonna you predict head back down, and then it'll be a good price. That's something where up. I would say, like that, that's something where I would pick it up. I would pick it up at the, you know, because it's the way a company works. It has revenue coming up, right? And mm-hmm. I don't see no other revenue coming in apart from Cyberpunk, as like Witcher is done now, and the next Witcher is in development, which is four years away. I like the fact that they are um, they are making a Netflix series, but I like I thought I would have heard about it if it was a proper one. But again, an anime, it's not for everybody, right? Um, so again, I think it's too overvalued and I'm not too hyped on it because it's for me, it's again, it's just a Dice X2. But is you had another game. Stocks? No, is there any other stocks that, um, that we recommend at the minute? Um, well, I like, I like the EA stock. Okay. Um, I was very down on it because I didn't like the way the company was run and I didn't like the way um, they sort of, you know, done things with Battlefront and since then it's been like, this since then I've been trying to recover. I think they've done a very good, um, I, I think they've done a very good recovery on with the Star Wars Fallen Order. And now the games which have been announced at EA Play look very, very good. Like all Star Wars Squadrons. All of them. Squadron. And a Squadron covers so many aspects of the multiplayer and VR and as well. And we have a Battle Royale game, another one coming up. We have a puzzle game. We have a couch pl- a co-op game. We have a sports game. And all like FIFA Madden, you see what I mean? Like that it takes two of us. And we have a really innovative game of the dice play, right? So... I think if I look at the future games, those five games are very much definitive for me. So EA is probably a stock I'll be willing to pick up right now, especially as we are just before the release of FIFA and Madden, right? And also like in July will be the new Battle Royale game coming out, Rocket Arena. And oh, I think, I think um, like EA has learned a lot of it with especially Apex, right? So that's, that's definitely a stock I would, I would recommend. Um, there may be some underdogs, right? Some very, very good underdogs as an igg right igg inc is a mobile game developer they make like clash of everything whatever clash of titans clash of games clash of this <laughs> they make they make, they make they make loads of loads of mobile games and they are actually doing quite well um they are very much undervalued right now um i would have bought them at, they're like at 66 cents a stock okay so it's 66 cents a stock uh they were at one euro 
So that's something I would very much suggest. That's very, like the indications show that it would go back up to one euro and that's 40% growth. So it means if you put in, let's say, grand, right? At 40%, it's 400, 400 euros you would make or pounds or whatever it is. So I would, I would highly recommend that, especially for the people who, you know, are just starting out. Um, Ubisoft is always making its up and downs. It's right now at 70, which is already, you know, a little bit more than I, then I would be probably willing to pay for it, but it usually dips down to 65 every time. So at 65 or 100, I pick, pick it up. Um, Disney is at under 100. That's something I would pick up as well because um, there's always like an, another Disney game in the works. Not only that, but does the, does the Disney one also um, get affected by the, the parks, their closures? Because I yes. know they'll be opening up soon. They delayed the parks, are com- the parks are coming up again. Marvel, game, uh, Marvel movies are starting to come out again. Uh, Disney Plus is starting to, you know, pick it up again with new shows coming out. So just generally, I have the Disney store because I liked um, Warrior uh, Sources Arena, right, um, on mobile. And I think after their first quarter re-release, I think they'll be up as well. That's why I have Glue Mobile. I have a 50% growth on Glue Mobile, for example. And Take-Two is up as well. I, everybody's expecting GTA 6 to come out eventually. So that's sort of where we are standing at this stage. Nice. So plenty of stock information. Nice. Yeah. If I had the money to invest, I probably would, but uh, I don't fancy playing around with 10 pounds. Don't see much point. If you've got a few, then uh, then go for it. I'm sure Vass would disagree with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but always anyway. go hard over home and put everything in it, but okay. But anyway, um, this week we also had Fortnite being announced. Uh, not Fortnite, the game, you obviously know about that, but they, uh, they announced a movie night for everyone to, to jump yeah. in. But check this, right? They said, Fortnite movie night. Great. I was like, that's a good idea. You know, loads of people, my friends can jump onto the PlayStation. We can all watch it uh, or PC, whatever you're on. So uh, guess what I did? I tuned in at like maybe eight o'clock. I thought, yeah, let's, let's check it out. Went into the servers, empty. I was like, okay. what the shit is this? I had a quick Google and then I saw it was one o'clock, five o'clock and nine o'clock. I just did a quick Google at this point. I was like, yeah. okay, no worries. I'll come back in an hour. Come back in an hour. Still, server's completely empty. I'm running around trying to find stuff. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Then reread it. And it's like USA showing it at one o'clock their time for a movie okay. night. Why are you showing it at one in the afternoon? For the UK, <laughs> it was five o'clock. Again, people are still working. Why are you showing How it? How did five? you not see that? Because I'm an idiot and I didn't read it properly. <laughs> and then in like, I don't know, Bulgaria and I don't know, Australia, they're showing it at nine o'clock. So I was like, what's the point in having a movie night if you're not even going to show it at, at night? <laughs> that's bullshit <laughs> so I feel I like Fortnite have missed a trick hugely I think the fact that with Epic Games they have someone at the helm right now who's very very intelligent because they are trying to become more than just a game they're becoming that that social platform right now right now where you can have a concert on where you can have a movie night on you have your cinema that is that is some next level shit right there <laughs> let's say they have done the wrong with the times but that's such an easy fix right mm-hmm. That's such an easy fix. I still think that is sort of what we've discussed, right? We've discussed in the past that Fortnite, whoever is in charge of it right now, I actually don't know who it is, um, is doing an incredible job of innovating, right? Going somewhere other games have never gone before. If we go with the Travis Scott concert, remember? That was sick. That was, that, is, that, was, that was just next level incredible. I didn't see, like, I think every single musician should have that. I think you should have, you should, like, every single musician should be on TikTok. And there should be in uh, Fortnite having their own concert done. So to be culturally relevant, especially. 
Um, I think it will be bring people in. Like I know, for example, I know people who would download Fortnite just to be in a movie night. That's basically what I did on the Epic Store. I have it on PlayStation, right. downloaded it on this just to stream it and got nowhere in the end, but there you, you know go. I, mean? um, I think that's, that's, that's a really, really good sign. I think in general, yeah, like, yes, they fucked up maybe with the times a little bit because there wouldn't be much of a movie night at 5 p.m. Um, but I think that's a really, really, really good sign of really good things to come. I, you know, Fortnite I itself, disagree. I think, I still think Fortnite should have, should go as also innovate a little bit of gameplay. I know it is a battle royale. I know that if I find and all of these things, but I still think there's more in there which they could take out to at least get people like myself interested and other people who I know who just are not too much into the battle royale scene, right? Um, I think there's a lot of more, there's a lot of RPG potential, quite honestly, um, in there, which I think there would be a good way to go. But again, maybe they don't want to lose identity. We'll see how it goes. But I think Epic is doing a fantastic, a fantastic thing. And what, ga- what, what movie would you want to see? Like, what movie would you want to see? What's the next movie you would want to see? I don't care. If you've got a Sky Sky package with movies on that, you don't get to choose what you watch. You just flick through the six channels. What's coming on next? That looks like a good film. I'll watch it. I don't care what they show as long as uh, you know it's not a an indie or a, a crap one, and it's like a triple A title. They can show everything, anything. I'm happy. It's, it's just it's more about the social element of it. Yeah. Where you can tune in with your friends and you can watch stuff rather than the actual film. Because let's face it, you you jump in there. You, you, you can jump around, you can, you know, probably bounce off the jump pads and just have that fun with your friends rather than I think it would be, what's on. I think it would be jokes. I think, I think yeah. it would be really, really jokes. I think especially if you make it really big and you give it the theme again as well. Give the, like, you remember when Travis Scott had his, his dance come out, his skin is coming out. I yeah, give like that the, for a movie as well. The, the latest one was the Doomsday event, if, uh, if anyone tuned into that. It's quite a nice, nice little uh, eight, nine minute set, I think. But awesome. Um, yeah, anyway, enough about Fortnite. We cover that almost weekly because of the innovation they're doing. So well done to you guys for keeping us, um, keeping us entertained. Anyway, right. Moving next, moving next topic. Um, I, I was thinking about a couple of things where obviously on the show we discuss a lot of news and stuff like that. And it's all fun and great, but I kind of wanted to make it a little bit more personal. And there's certain things which I kind of want to discuss with Adam in general, and I would want you just to be part of it. Because at this stage, I have redone, I've recreated my, not recreated, reactivated my World of Warcraft account. Because Martin and Luke and everybody else is way, way behind in Final Fantasy 14 to even be able to catch up at this stage. Like Martin is light years away, to be honest. And, and, <laughs> and he's putting and he's in light some time. In, I mean, he's putting in time. So I, I can sit there and chill for a while until they come to you get to the Shadowbringers um, expansion. And I was thinking what to play. And again, there's nothing to play right now, nothing which I'm really interested in. I tried Spellbreak, um, which is again, another battle royale, but with mages, which is fun for like three hours. And then you think about it. Uh, such so much RPG potential in there as well. Do not get in with it, but okay, fine. And then I again out of that, I was like, well, do you know what? I'll play some Warcraft because I that's something I always enjoy. There's always something to do. And then I realized that I was I was gonna ask Adam to play with me. Um, because I know Martin doesn't have the PC to be able to do it. Uh, and Luke is forever scarred in there because like he had a huge fallout with Blizzard and they kicked him. Um, from everything and I was like okay let me ask Adam and he was like no I remember I asked you in the past before I noticed, and then now what I want to know why am I even starting all of this what I want to know is what is it that Adam who worked for Activision as well like let's not forget that who worked for Activision has never 
even attempted to play World of Warcraft. Like, what is it about that game that you say, I am not even willing to try for an hour or two or three for free? Like, that's, that's crazy to me. <laughs> so, yeah, Activision basically gave me all the packs and just went, there you go. You work for us. You can have all this stuff. Here's a massive cardboard um, thing that you, I had to put up in stores. So I had, like, I, I can't even remember the name, but a huge cardboard cutout. It was, like, seven feet high in my bedroom at that point. <laughs> it was crazy. So I had the game, I installed it, and uh, I, I played it for maybe half an hour, maybe an hour. Oh, so you have tried it, Aaron? Yeah, I have tried, but I, I basically put it on and started playing through. When was it? What was the, what was the expansion? I can't even remember. Like, it was, it was so long ago. But the, the thing for me is, with the games like that, you've got to enjoy the, the look and feel of it, right? There's, there's certain things that people like. You mentioned some people might not like anime. Some yeah. people want the full high quality thing. Some people like indie films. And it's very similar for me playing games. I'm much more of a realistic type of player okay. um, where I like reasonably good graphics. Um, I like um, when you're moving around the, the dynamic feel. So aim with your mouse, move around with the, the WASD keys and, uh, and then your typical one to five to reload or change weapons and things like that and right. with world of warcraft the main thing that did it for me was just the blocky nature of it when i was playing this for like maybe seven years ago now six years ago it just felt way too unrealistic uh, in in a graphical sense like everything just didn't seem to flow there's no let's, let's put it in like ray tracing terms it didn't look okay. look pretty and do you know right. why I so, played Terra? Because it looks pretty. Because it looked fucking pretty. The mouse and keyboard element was perfect for what I could compute in my brain. Yeah, yeah. And World of Warcraft, man, like, I tried it. It was, I didn't get it. And then I didn't want to spend, what, 100 hours? How long did it take for you to get to level, was it 60s? Now? Right now. Um, right, well, well, no, at 120. But, there you go. Um, it, doesn't, like, it doesn't actually take you that long quite honestly, right now, especially with the 100% XP uh, gain. And this is what we're going to do now, Adam. You understand? Like, I thought there was some crazy reason, which is like now it's a blocky type of looking game. It has been updated for the past seven years. It was way better in it. And if we get a group together, I think it would be really funny. So anybody who wants to join in um, with me and Adam starting it together because he's downloading the Blizzard installer and in after we finish this. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. And then we're going to at least try it out for the first 20 levels for him. And then we'll see how it goes because I think it'll be fun. Um, it, is, it, is like, it is an interesting talk because I know so many people who don't like World of Warcraft. And I get the cartoony aspect. Yeah, it's like tiny right? little characters in a, in, in a it's huge a dungeon. just doesn't feel right. It is. I understand like the, the graphical signs of it and I see like the cartoony side of it. And that's really what I'm into, quite honestly. Um, I do like the, it makes me feel a little bit more happy right now because <laughs> <laughs> it's lighter um, and fluffy for you <laughs> i do like the hyper realistic like the hyper realistic fantasy aspect of terror as well because but i like terror because of its graphics but mainly because of its gameplay mm -hmm. the gameplay um, for that got me is, as well 
like obviously terrorized gameplay is one of one of a kind and the best of all mmorpgs but unfortunately the game is so outdated that it doesn't run well anymore on anything not even on pc and not even on um playstation and nothing really does it and also on top of it you have to pay to get into consistent dungeons which is just ridiculous to me why would you put a paywall in front of your content mm. you're meant to be free and more rpgs or be free or more rpg right and not <laughs> put the paywall in front of content that's just crazy to me um i what i do really really like about warcraft is i think it's a company which has never given up which has had its ups and downs they won't die and right now and right now it's really it, like bfa has been a crazy down like a crazy down as like people have been really upset with it and now they're trying to make really big adjustments to shadowlands the ex- expansion coming up which is looking very very good main reason why i'm jumping into it now is because I kind of want to prepare for it kind of want to do a couple of things before that um and sort of uh that's that's sort of where I stand on it. I like I like the fact there's always something to do. I, like, I think the PVE aspect, the PVE aspect, is the greatest of all of them. There's no greater PVE game than uh, World of Warcraft, and I think the PvP aspect is so well balanced that anybody who has his skill up, it's because the PvP is really skill. Like you need to know what when button to press, when when to interrupt, and so, so I think that's something you would really enjoy, Adam. Especially if we play the two of us and like two v two arena stuff. And I like also the, like, that's everything about it. Like, I like the world of it. I like the people in it. I like the, the fact that you can, like, go back and do transmogs and stuff. There's so much, there's so much to do. And I know 100% in my heart that one day I will create the next World of Warcraft, which will be way different, way better, and a combination of all the best things of all games. But I just need 200 million for that, but we'll get to that. <laughs> stage only i will get to that some stage but it's an interesting fact i didn't like i didn't I've never met someone i've never met someone who just says no it looks too bulky or strangely to me right but i think that's good i think that's a good reason but i think we can get around that especially with your pc now and i think the way um world of warcraft has changed graphically i think it's worth a try at least what do you say adam what do you say to all the people I'd say what if you, you didn't say? know what Vass's job was, is to convince people to do the shit that he wants them to do. <laughs> Tell me that's not a lie. I, bro, it's just, it's just what it is at this stage. I would never try and influence you in any way of my work. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I'm happy. But, as long as it doesn't cost me much or, or anything, then fine. I'm, there we go. If things are free, you've got to pick there them up. There we go. There we go. So after this podcast, this is exactly where we're starting. Fantastic. <laughs> Especially because um, Adam was late to the podcast, so I did lots of work, which I had to do after the podcast before. So we have some time, bro. Good. Bollocks. Fantastic. I'm really, I'm ready to quit this podcast right now and get going in it. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's smash for the last topic, two topics which we have. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the, the next one was more about me. Uh, I don't know if you play much of it, but it's around yeah. Pokemon. Now, I've been playing Pokemon. I've covered it in previous topics where uh, I play Pokemon Go, or at least I used to yeah. when I was living in a different city and there was lots of meetups. Not so much anymore. But now, Pokemon obviously will never die. It just can't die. It won't die. People won't let it. Yeah. They, uh, they basically announced a couple of things. First is Pokemon Snap. I think people which just is walk, banging. Which, what is it? People just walk around taking pictures of shit. Well, you haven't played it. You haven't played the actual game before. You don't know. You I don't played, know what it was like on Nintendo sixty four, bro. <laughs> I've played the the Game Boy Red. Um, you know the little cartridges you put straight. Okay, in again, the that was. Wait, cool. you, you don't even know what you're talking about, bro. I'm telling you right now. It's the same way I didn't know what I was talking about at Fortnite and and Cyberpunk at that stage because I was I'm so out of Cyberpunk now, right? Yeah. That I didn't even know they were making an anime. But telling you, Pokemon Snap. 
on Nintendo 64, right? Where you where you're going through the levels and you're trying to take a picture of each Pokemon and you have to do different things to make sure other Pokemon appear. That is fantastic. That game was great. I'm telling you right now, that was banging that game. I love that. I'm really excited for Pokemon Snap. Okay. It didn't look particularly interesting for me, just walking around doing random stuff. But then you know, like in, in, the, in, the actual, in the actual game, the Pokemon uh, Snap one, you weren't even walking around. I was taking you on a track. <laughs> I was taking you on a track and you were taking pictures on the way. So like, oh, that's the way it is. Like yeah. at the moment, I don't even know if you can, can you walk around now anymore? In Pokemon Go, you can. I'm not sure about Snap, obviously. No, we'll have to see because like, it would be like, it would surprise me if you could walk around, but um, it was so. like on a track. <laughs> right. It'd be good if they could uh, bring the Pokemon Go element into a Pokemon Snap environment. That would be, that'd be fun. Just generally Pokemon Go element should be in every fucking game lately now. <laughs> walk around but i'll tell you what um people have been hyping up in our bosch gamer facebook group is yeah. pokemon unite where people and players can battle each other with their i don't know where they get them from they probably buy it for all i know but uh what i saw is this league of legends style pokemon game and it people is. people were just like oh my god look at this it looks so good and i'm like no no it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't look good at all it looks like an absolute rip-off uh rip-off version of league of legends aimed at four-year-olds and i just don't get why people are why why people hyped about it Vass? i don't understand because people are desperate for good mobile that's why is there not Cause one people, already because like okay league of legends is is a thing where when you getting into it is crazy right now right just starting it and then also the community is very toxic like if you in league of legends start like because you as one person can have an impact on the entire game yes if you're bad if you're bad they'll make your teammates you yeah your teammates, teammates like apex you if you're bad they'll they'll be like on the comms like but get over here stop being feel. shit <laughs> they'll make you feel that right and it's just mm -hmm. becoming really toxic especially the higher you get you become it becomes really toxic on on league of legends where it's just not fun anymore unless you have five people to play it with Mm -hmm. then you have what are the alternatives right you have dota 2 which is incredible but their single game could take 40 minutes like, <laughs> well, like some people like that some people don't i get it exactly there's there's such a high skill cap on it as well like the, the skill cap on dota Legend, like ask nino at some stage right you're probably listening to this like the skill cap on dota 2 is just crazy there's hero of the uh, heroes of the storm sort of the the blizzard version of it which is all right i guess um then if you go on mobile, right? If you go on mobile, you have at this stage um, the, the Bang Bang Mobile Legends, right? That's all right. That's you recommended okay, that in the past, yeah? Yeah, we recommend that in the past. That's for out of all of the ones, that's probably the one I would play most. Um, then Arena Valor and all of those are very, there's nothing to it anymore. You see what I mean? And there's, no, there's no, nothing to it anymore. I think Pokemon Unite gives it a new flavor, which um, first of all might be interesting to people who are looking for a mobile, but maybe not to be like hardcore, right? I think it, it is aimed to be like more like the younger like audience from it. So I think it'll be a little bit more casual. I think it'll be a little bit more fast paced from the way I, for me, the way I looked for me. And also it has characters in it, which make me like kind of They're care relatable. about them. Yeah, they're relatable. Like they're sort of come. There's like Pokemon's I actually know and I actually like, and where all the other ones have like new characters. Like for example, like I, I think Mobas don't do a good job of introducing characters at all. To just give you character mechanics, but nothing about it. But I think the Pokemon's you can see like you Pikachu. Everybody has something 
like which relates to Pikachu and that's Charizard. Everybody has something which regards Charizard. And I loved the, how the way it had um, like iconic moves, like the Charizard, like up and down dump thing. And it was just great. And uh, so I think this is what makes it look, it's, there's nostalgia factor to it, which makes it exciting. And we've covered right? this previously where we yeah. like games where there's a hero that we know, yeah. like Tony Hawk's, you buy that game because of yeah. the, the, the legendary characters over, I don't know, whatever one else. I think the, the big challenge will be on how do, how does, how do they execute the, the paying aspect of it? Because what's really annoying in most mobile games is that if you probably, you, cry, you can make your characters a little bit better with like wounds and shit like that. But that's stuff which you have unlock over time, which is fine again as well, but you can also buy them. But that really makes it a little annoying that you can buy stuff which will give you like extra attack speed, extra attack I'd power. I'd like it and, more if they, if you play lots of games, you earn coins through the game that you can then redeem a, a better character later. Well, you can sort game. of do that, but it's just, again, there's no real good model I have done as well. And I don't think you could do really good skins on the um, on the Pokemon because that's sort of the way they look and I don't know how you uh, would change I suppose you that. could get shinies. Everyone likes yeah. a good shiny. Something like that. I think it would be, if you make, if you make it not just a MOBA, but actually think about the fact what makes Pokemon great isn't what collecting all of the Pokemons, right? If you give that sort of that aspect of it, I think that'd be really, really good. But we'll, we'll see where they come out of it. Nice. Last come on, let's get about, on for it. Last part about MOBAs. Do you remember 2016, we, you forced me to play Paragon on PlayStation 4? Yes. Yeah, I just noticed it when I was having a look, but that was a good game back uh, back when. Uh, that was something so different. It was good. There was, and now it's discontinued. You keep saying I forced you things. I don't force you to nothing. You forced. Me. We we have we have a chat, and then you decide. You pinned um, me down. <laughs> Your Paragon was great. It was a good fun game to play. Um, I played a good few hours of it, but as you can see, it's discontinued. wasn't wasn't hyped enough, I don't think. But yes, that's uh that's that. And moving on to our very last topic, obviously Last of Us 2 has become the most uh, fastest selling video game on PlayStation 4, you know, destroying all kinds of records left, right and center, as we have expected, especially since nothing is coming out this fucking More year. than God of so, War. <laughs> well, again, there's nothing coming out. What else would you play, <laughs> right? Yeah, I get <laughs> it. What else, what else would you play? There was, before that, it was Final Fantasy 7 in March once, and then that's it what we had for the entire year. Anyways, um, I know... The thing is, for me, Last of Us is not a game I'm going to play because as everybody knows, and we've discussed this many times now, I am not a fan of zombie games at all. I don't like shit which scares me. Um, but okay. I know like Adam is getting really into it now and he wants to you know, buy Last of Us 1 and then remaster and then buy Last of Us 2. So what, like, what motivated you to do that? Like, do you see like, just, is it the reviews? Is it those excellent reviews which are coming out, this amazing stuff and... Like everybody's loving it. Is that why you want to jump on the bandwagon, or is that exactly just, it. just so? I'm jumping on a bandwagon. If so many people can rate it ten out of ten, you know, you've got your GameSpot, you've got your IGNs, you've got all the other big names out yeah. there, and they're going, "This is a ten out of ten game. It's got everything. It's got a good story. It's got good graphics. It's got good mechanics." You cannot ignore that, and that's why. Uh, and and the problem with this that's is, a fair, is that's a fair point. It's part, part two which means you've got to play part one. You can't just go straight into yeah. part two. That's just ridiculous. So you've got to take the hit. You've got to play through one first, the remastered. I'm sure it's going to be good quality. And then you go straight into the last of two. Um, and basically just follow on that story of Ellie and, and how everything goes there. So, I mean, bang wagon. Yeah. You know, I follow the crowds, you know, I'm a sheep. I, uh, <laughs> if people say, come play this, I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, sure. 
Nino said, come play Hell Let Loose last week. And I was like, yeah, sure. Bought the game, 15 quid, off we go. How was that? Quick one. Difficult. Quick there one, is, how was it? It's literally like pure World War scenarios. There's no maps. There's no HUDs. There's like, you can't tell if you've killed people, where people are shooting you from. Is it with a, do you have at least a cross? Or no? Nope. It's all iron Please. sights on old school weapons. Difficult as hell. I think in each game, which lasts about an hour, I, I get about three kills. Max. Pretty annoying. And you only find that out at the end when it says, here's your summary. And you're like, okay, I fired 6,000 bullets <laughs> and three hit. <laughs> that, is, that is at least, you know, hell let loose. That's where we at. Anyways, um, this is where we are, okay? Uh, we're going to try this new format a little bit more. We're going to have a cool intro done by a sexy girl every time. <laughs> and what else we're going to do is obviously we're going to try and make it a little bit more personal. We're going to have like, a couple of cool stories coming out about, you know, gaming stuff. We're going to have a couple more guests coming on. So like, I like the, um, the way the podcast is going. I like the way we are rolling. So let us know in the reviews, let us know in the star rating. If you know what you think, let us know on, um, on follow us on Instagram, Bosch underscore gamer on TikTok, Bosch underscore gamer and join our Facebook group, which is closed for to this day. Um, well, a closed group, but it's closed. It's a closed group. Uh, Bosch, just gamer, right? Uh, space gamer. Let us know if how you like the podcast. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about apart from that? Adam has been a fantastic ride. Let's crack on with some water Warcraft. Bosch. Bosch.